everyone. Welcome along to another special edition of the Luton Town Supporters Trust podcast. Uh, I'm Kev. I'm with Tony. We're at the training ground where we've got the two best fullbacks in Skybet League One with us, Jack Stacey and James Justin. Chaps, thanks for giving up some of your time this afternoon. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. And Jack? Yep, very good. Thanks for having us. Excellent. Um, We'll come on to your sort of personal achievements this season uh, shortly, but let's just cover the season that we've had as a whole because, you know, as a town fan, I, I've so enjoyed watching you guys this season. It's untrue, and I'm sure I speak for many people listening. Um, just how's the season been from your point of view, really? You know, you're the you're two key elements to it. You know, I'm guessing it's enjoyable, but just what's it been like to be in the middle of it? I think it's just been unbelievable the way we've just progressed since last season and we're just kind of taking our same attitude from League Two into League One. We feel like we're doing the exact same thing we've done to League Two. And this year's been even better, to be honest. Obviously, our, our points total is even more than last season, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, we've just been doing much better. And we've just been focusing on the things that we do every week just to enhance ourselves. Does that surprise you in a way, Jack? Because we were really good last season, you know, to kick on again so soon. It's, it's a fantastic achievement. Yeah, I mean, I think the previous manager always said that he was recruiting for the next level. And um, in pre-season, we, we believed that we could be up there, you know, within the playoffs. I, I mean, I don't think any of us saw saw this coming, but um it took us a little while to get used to the league. But I think, you know, once we did, we, we carried on playing, like JJ said, the way we had been last season. And, and I think we, we've done very well, yeah. I, I think, you know, watching uh, and... and yeah, it's it's been unexpected. Certainly, supporters. We thought we just wanted to, you know, uh, get in, yeah, make a mark, and and just get. But it's it's been absolutely brilliant. But when you when, when you say that, Jack, about it being unexpected, I, I the, the away game at Portsmouth, first game of the season. I mean, I think that was a fantastic performance, and it, and I think that laid down the marker. Uh, and we were unlucky not to come away from that with at least a point. Did did that give you sort of you looked at it and and did that game surprise you the, the fact that you know hang on a minute we're in with a shout here. Uh, I feel like um, we we played quite well that day and obviously it was a really hot day and the pitch wasn't as great as it may have looked on on TV or whatever. But um, yeah, we acquitted ourselves very well because we knew Pompey are going to be there or thereabouts by come the end of the season, which they are, and. Um, to put out that performance against them, we just uh, cemented in our brains that we we're going to do some good things this season. I mean, we were really unlucky in that game, like Tony said, and um, there were a couple of other ones that followed it that, you know, we were also unlucky. And I think it was, was it Charlton at home? They equalised in the very last minute and things like that. But it's probably only really been two forty-five minutes over the whole season that we've actually been like on the back foot and not outplayed but you know we've had a storm to weather you know I'm thinking the chart and second half down there recently first half of at, at Peterborough but you know for a team in the in its first season back in this division to only be sort of on the back foot for 90 minutes in 44 games it's just crazy yeah and I mean maybe at the start of the the winning run you could say you know teams weren't set up to play against us or they weren't expecting too much from us but I think now at the stage of the season for us still to be you know the run that we have had and, and the way we are playing I think it just shows that we deserve to be you know where we are at the top of the league 
And we're not just going up against clubs with no disrespect to last season of Accrington and Wickham standards. We're now taking on sides that have been in the Premier League, you know, in, in the last 10, 15 years. And we're not just taking them on, but we're better in them. You know, the Portsmouth home game was just a night that many Luton fans aren't going to forget in an awful long time. You know, the trip to Sunderland with everything that went before it and all of these games, they're just fantastic nights to be and days to be involved as a Luton fan. And you guys are just taking it all in your stride. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a key element to a squad. I mean, no, no one's afraid of anything. Just even dependent, doesn't matter what stadium, stadium we're playing at, doesn't matter what team we're playing against. It would just bring the same attitude every week. And we know that our system is better than your system. So let's, let's fight on the pitch, basically. And in that system, you two are just pivotal to it. You know, I mean, sort of 15, 20 years ago, perhaps when, well, I mean, you wasn't even born 15, 20 years ago, was you? But, you know, the fullback position was kind of one of those where, you know, if you're at school, the, the worst person in the team would play because, you know, everyone wants to play up front. But now it's just such an improved position. Like you look at the World Cup, it, it's Trippier and Rose and things for England were massive features. I mean, you guys are massive to this team. Yeah, I mean, I think Gary Neville said fullbacks are either failed wingers or, or failed centre-backs. Yeah. That level of carrier. Yeah, um, and, you know, maybe there's an element of truth to that, but I think, you know, in the way that we play in the, in the diamond, I think we are, we are a key role of, of the system and, and we have to provide the width, um, going forward and also do our bit defensively. And I think, you know, how well JJ Dunn and, and myself fitting into the system. Um, has been a large part of, of our success alongside, you know, every other, every other player in the team. And it's the fact, JJ, that you've both played in midfield. Does that help you in that position? Yeah, I mean, definitely. So when we get in the forward positions, I guess we're, we're more capable than, say, other fullbacks that might be in the same, same league as us. So we feel like we're confident to obviously take on players 1v1 or link up play or even runs in behind us. Jack has shown over these last few months just the same combination you've been seeing. You certainly, um, you know, you, you both made a, an, an impact, but you look at it, it's all about partnerships, isn't it? You, you forge partnerships on, on, on either side, like yourself with um, Andy, you know, Andrew Shinney has, has come to mind. Um, and you also look like you missed him when he was out that one game. But an immediate impact Tuesday night with that goal as well was just absolutely amazing. And on, on your side, JJ, you, you, you tend to ride with Luke or, 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 or Pelly. I mean, who, are you, uh, do you prefer one or the other or are you, are you happy to play along with both? Tough question. Yeah, no, no, you're, yeah, you're, yeah you're never, you'll never get that out of me, but um, <laughs> no, they're, they both bring different aspects to the game. Obviously, you know what Pelly's going to bring, and then Bez is just a step a step ahead of everyone. And just he, I'd say, is more defensive defensive than Pelly. I mean, Pelly goes on his goes on his runs when he plays wide the diamond and does what he does. And then you see what he does when it when it um, when it comes good against Akronson. And just uh, and obviously Bez had a couple of chances um, the other night, but uh, I'm sure it would be. Um, confident going into the next game that he can um, put those away. He turned into Paul Gascoigne in Euro 96 for that one at the back stick for the, that you put across, didn't he? He just couldn't quite reach it. I know, yeah. I think it, I think he said that uh, he was um, just hit the bottom of his studs, which is just, just agonisingly close to give us that cushion that we actually needed in the end. It didn't feel like we needed the cushion during the match, to be honest, because we were playing so well. But obviously... Um, we're going to have to take that one in the chin and just move on to move on to this week because it's a it's a big game away at Burn. Yeah, come. We'll, you all seem to look, you know, like the rest of us gutted 
at that, that result. So that was the feeling going into Saturday's game then. Yeah, obviously after Tuesday we were gutted more so that, you know, I don't think we got all we deserved, but uh, I've said before I'd be a lot worried if, a lot more worried if we weren't playing as, as well as we were and, you know, maybe if things were more nervy on the pitch, which I don't th- think for our performances they are at all. So we're, we're very confident going into the last two games that we should have enough. As I say, I mean, you've been on the back foot for 45 minutes in near as damn it eight months so I mean definitely nothing to panic about or anything like that actually I was researching uh, the two of you on one of the many stats websites that are going around and you've contributed 20 to, to, towards 22 goals either by scoring or assisting this season bearing in mind we scored 86 that's more than a quarter of them only talking league games here that's insane for fullbacks really and I mean I know you push forward and you're, you're pretty much second wingers or but even so that's a heck of a record yeah, I mean, I think it's a thing that we both pride ourselves on is getting forward and adding goals and assists to our game. I think this season we'd, we'd even like more it's goals and assists. We feel like we could have gotten more over the season than I know I'm speaking for myself here, but, uh, um, it's also, that's the best feeling, isn't it? Getting a goal, getting a goal. I know keeping a clean sheet is, is great and, but scoring in front of your home fans is just, just something else. And I mean, I think you've got three this season, JJ, four for you, Jack, but it's not just the amount of goals you scored. I mean, you're running into goalkeepers that are putting in great performance, making saves against you. You hit the crossbar on Tuesday night as well. I mean, it's almost an, a regular thing that, I mean, teams must scout you guys, but you're so good at what you do as a collective unit that it doesn't matter how much scouting you do, you just can't stop you. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe recently I've, I've been doubled up on but if, if you double off on me, then, you know, Shinny, maybe Shinny's free, JJ's over the other side. So I think teams have very, have found it very hard to stop all of our attacking threats. And I think with the quality we have in the squad, um, you know, it makes it very hard for opposition teams to play against us. I mean, even on um, Tuesday night, uh, Shinny's ball through for you must have cut three people out of the game. And I mean, once you're in, we're, we're going to score some way, aren't we? Whether, whether you score or you, put it across to Elliot like he did. I mean, it j- just can't stop it. Yeah, I mean, obviously the quality that Shinny has, I know that, that I can make those runs and it's not going to end up me having to track back 80 yards because he's lost the ball. He's, he's going to find my feet and and from then, you know, James Collins is always going to be in the box and if you give him even a half-decent chance, he's going to finish it off. So, yeah. Does he give you a share of his goal bonus? Because you must have set up so many on a plate for him this season. <laughs> uh, I think he still claims I owe him a few from last season, so I'm paying off that debt. But yeah. I, I, I just want to know where you get your energy from. Because <laughs> when we uh, interviewed uh, Shins a, a, a couple of months ago, we were talking about that, and he, he said, you know, you get the end of the game where he's looking to slow it down and close the game out, and he said, he looks around and you're still bombing down the wing. You, know, you still want to win, you still want to get more goals. I think that's great. another key part of our success, not just me, but how fit the whole team is and that we can keep going. You know, we've, we've scored late goals this season. But also with with the way we play, the pressing, you know, the attacking, we counter attacking numbers. So I think that's a, that's an element of our whole team. How how fit we are it certainly helps. JJ, what's been your favourite moment of the season so far? Oh, tough question. You put me a bit on the spot there. But that, uh, thinking about it, it's definitely Portsmouth. Portsmouth at home is just with the conditions. Ever we were going into the game like doom and gloom because of the pitch, and we're not going to be able to play, but. I think the first the first forty five was the best we've played all the season, and uh, it was just a delight to be a part of. And then George scoring the 
the winner right at the end just topped it, topped it all off. Was there any chance of you getting that free kick, or was you always running over it? No, it was something something we had planned from 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 before. But uh, yeah, I might might get one in these couple of weeks, but who knows? I noticed you didn't run over one on Saturday though at Accrington. Have you? Have you stopped that now? Are you just no, letting I him think, shoot now? Yeah, I think I think Jack Stacey was on the, the side, so Bez was standing standing very close to very close to it. So he just slipped it down, and then Monks obviously with he hasn't t- uh, hit a free kick off target yet, so you can't you can't be uh, demanding free kicks off him. So I'm satisfied, really. Yeah, fair enough. And Jack, your favourite moment of the season so far? Same one, maybe? Uh, I think, of course, Portsmouth night, but I think for me the most important was maybe away at Sunderland. Where it'd been, a, it'd been a tough week for for the team, everything around around the team and, and the squad and the club. We went there and we put in a performance that showed that we can be competing up um, with these big clubs in this league. And obviously, the travelling fans that that day showed how united we were as a club, and so did the players. And I think that was the basis that we then built the rest of our our title and promotion charge off of. Yeah, because it was a big January, wasn't it? I mean, we had Sheffield Wednesday in the Cup at that time, which a lot of people were, you know, getting excited about. Obviously, Chelsea came out of the hat, wasn't to be, but we had Sunderland, we had Portsmouth, we had the planning application to new ground, which I'm going to get your comments on uh, in a short while. But you, again, you just took it in your stride. You know, it just seemed like it was just a normal day at the office and we actually went into that big month off the back of another one of my favourite moments when you come from 2-0 down against Walsall and and I think half a dozen of you ended up in amongst us um, (laughs) you know at the end it was just fantastic and it showed actually the unity between you guys and us and and how we all you know we support you on the pitch to deliver your best and then you're so grateful to us that we allow you to do that and it was just a really good moment actually I'm sure you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean that 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 day was wasn't wasn't the best on the pitch, but at the end to at least get a point out of it was just massive for us and just keep our run going. And then obviously during the January, as you were saying, we we had some tough fixtures in January. We always knew that it was going to be our toughest month of the season and possibly season defining. And we come through it unscathed really, and we um, gave our gave a good account of ourselves against Chef Wednesday, and we felt. We felt like that we at least matched at least matched them in in what we'd done, and uh, ever since then, I think Chef Wednesday had been doing very very well in the league. So it just goes to show that if we do get promoted, we can definitely test ourselves in the next league. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, how the ball didn't go in that night, I've absolutely no idea. But um, another. Uh, decent moment Jack was away at Bradford actually there are certain games in a season aren't there where champions are defined and you know you mentioned a minute ago JJ about the conditions of the pitch against Portsmouth but you looked at that Bradford pitch and the rain started coming down you thought Christ alive but we were excellent again in that first half capped off by your wonderful goal shinny to you again and just another great night yeah I mean maybe in in 10 years time no one remembers away at Bradford, like you said, in, in the rain on a tough pitch. But that one nil victory was was massive to give us the basis to to carry on the form that we had been on. And, and like you said, that's what that's where champions are made. And I mean, you spent pretty much a week on the coach as well, haven't you? Because you'd had Plymouth beforehand, you know. And uh, I mean, I'm just a fan, but I went to both games, and you know, I was bored stiff of seeing motorway. So I dread to think what you guys were like having to play at the end of it as well. But that as that unbeaten run went on and on was was the focus on going as far as you can or or did it creep in like let's just stay unbeaten rather than you know go out to win I'm, what I'm kind of getting at was in a blessing in disguise maybe was Charlton a good thing you know it got the monkey off your back sort of thing yeah I think Charlton was a very good thing for us personally I mean 
it's it's better to obviously draw um, to lose one, win one, than to draw two in a row. And we just felt, to be honest, during the unbeaten run, we just felt like going into every game thinking we can win this and we're better than the other team. And that we just continued that mentality. Obviously, Triton wasn't our day due to certain things that didn't bounce for us on the day, I guess. And uh, we just feel like we go into every game as as the um, as the favourites, I guess, and we prove it on the pitch the way we pass the ball around and just move it uh, you don't know where where we're going to attack you really that's the great thing about you guys what was it like playing on that pitch at Accrington <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> did yeah. you feel like you were back playing Sunday morning football yeah, in a way I mean in the, in the warm up there was a few passes that they were going all over the place just due to bobbles on the pitch um, but it's not really something you can think about um, apart game, from how to deal during with the game, I didn't, I didn't really, it didn't really cross my mind that, oh, the pitch is rubbish. I'm going to have to pass it a certain, a different way or just, just, um, obviously with the sending off, it just made, made things a bit more relaxed and you didn't really think about the pitch too much. You just thought about playing your football and just keeping the ball. Yeah. I mean, like we said, we had a job to do that day, which we eventually went out and did. And so we couldn't, we couldn't use anything as an excuse being on Sky, you know maybe a different kickoff time, the pitch. We didn't want any excuses to to affect the fact that we had to go there and get the three points. Yeah, I think your biggest obstacle uh, over the course of that afternoon was the moles that were popping up on the halfway line, weren't it? I mean, it's just just crazy. Uh, so here we are then, chaps. We are three points clear, two games left. What a fantastic position. I'm sure if I offered it to you in August, you'd have snapped your hand off. I'd have certainly snapped your hands off for it. Where are we sort of confidence-wise now? Are we up or have you still head down and, you know, still work to do? Yeah, no, there's still, there's still always work to do until there's, until the last game is done. You can never take your foot off the gas, really. That's exactly what I wanted you to say, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we, we never, we never want to take a game off or anything like that. We just want to get promoted as champions, really. And that's, that's all that we're striving to do in these next two games. And you're both involved last season at Carlisle, Jack. And I know speaking to you since then that it was just a great day all round. And uh, have you allowed yourself even a slight thought that it could happen again on Saturday? Um, to be fair, not, no, like the answer is no. I mean, we're, we're so focused on, on winning on Saturday. I haven't even looked up, you know, all the different permutations of, of other results. We just have to focus on ourselves. And then when the final whistle goes, if I see the fans, you know, going crazy, as you know, then, then I'll be celebrating. I think we'll be right alongside you, actually, we'll have a UCS. I've just wanted to ask you, JJ, you know, um, how the supporters sing about you, about being one of our own. How, how, how does that make you feel? Yeah, it's a it's a lovely feeling for me, really. Obviously, um, I've been brought up watching watching Luton quite a lot and uh, just uh, it's nice to have your own, your own song, I guess. And uh, every time I hear it, it just gives you... A chills in a kind of way but um, it just means that extra bit to me that's obviously a great song we obviously love singing it but I mean you guys must hear the Luton fans are there any other songs that they sing that sort of get your attention um, yeah I like the champagne. Lua Lua yeah yeah, yeah Telkaz so um, hopefully by Saturday you'll have some champagne on us how does he feel about it I don't know. I haven't <laughs> spoke to him about it, to be honest, but I'm, I'm sure he loves it inside. So. He doesn't let too much out, Kaz, but uh, I'm know, sure he'll be loving it. I know Harry Cornick liked the one that was sung about him at Christmas, didn't he? Because he was dancing along with it yeah. on the bench. I you know? think he's a bit gutted that it's a Christmas song so you can't hear all year round, yeah. But yeah, he, he does love that one. I'm sure it'll come out again uh, n- next Christmas. Um, 
Jack, you came through a championship academy at Reading. Um, so how sort of big is it for you to get back to that level? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the way I, I left Reading, I think I, I spoke about it in other podcasts, was was a bit sudden. I hadn't actually planned on leaving, but I was told, you know, maybe I wouldn't have a chance in the first thing. So maybe there was always a little bit of me that wanted to prove myself that I could get back up to that level so to be able to do that with Luton Town would be would be massive for, for myself and obviously the club You've certainly done that because uh, I mean your fellow professionals might not agree but there is no better right back in the league in, in my opinion unless we're talking about the guy who's next to you but he's just fantastic at left back as well JJ the people behind you in the squad, how much do they spur you on? You know, that that shirt, you want it, obviously, you want to keep hold of it, but you've got people like Potsy, young Jack James, people chomping at your ankles. I mean, how much of an incentive is that to make sure your your performance levels never drop? Yeah, I have to be bang on it, really. It's just the same as Potsy and Stace last year, really. They had to be on it every single game because they knew I was behind them. And it's just it's just one of those things, Potsy getting injured. Potsy is a championship fullback and it's just... It's just one of those things and uh, it's tough to get back in a team when you're winning most weeks and that's how I felt last year as well. And one thing we've not really heard you speak too much about is your time with England. You've obviously had two caps uh, for England under 19, 20, under 20. Um, so that kind of shows that, you know, people above Luton are sort of thinking highly of you. Is that a long-term ambition to go further on with the age groups? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's an honour to put on your country shirt and sing the national anthem before the game but uh, at the moment I'm just thinking about club football and hopefully we can get promoted and then um, as long as you keep playing well keep playing well in, in the higher divisions then then um, they might come calling you never know and we've got the um, sort of presentation evening on Sunday night where you guys are going to get honoured for an absolutely fantastic season um, so I just want to grab your thoughts on a couple of your teammates really um, first of all we'll start with Colo because, you know, he's set all kinds of records this season for his goal scoring. I know he wouldn't be able to do half of it without you, Jack, but, I mean, he's just some player, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, what a season he's had. Um, it gives you conf- the confidence that we can get forward and if we can supply, you know, crosses and assists to him that we know he's going to finish it off. And, um, yeah, I mean, the way that he's been so consistent, you know, he hasn't had any injuries and he's always been available on the pitch to, to continually score and win the Skybet Player of the Season um, award is, is massive and, and it's a great, you know, um, credit to him. And uh, JJ, we always see the output from Colo, you know, the goals and everything, but just talk about his sort of attitude around this place in training and things, the, the things that us fans don't see that, that creates what he is on a Saturday. Yeah, he's kind of like a cliche, really. He loves, he loves his cliches, but, uh, out on the pitch, he just gives it, gives it all every training session. And then he always wants to do extras, always finishing, uh, two minutes, three minutes, as, as long as it takes after, after everyone else, just putting a few balls into the back of the net, just getting in that rhythm and just shows, um, shows, uh, it's been shown on the pitch, sorry, and this season. And, uh, hopefully he can get a couple more to see us up. And of course, international honours came his way and hopefully he'll get a cap uh, with Ireland in the summer. Uh, another guy who's so popular around here is Untrue, Pelly, Pelly Ruddock. Um, I mean, just a word on him, really. I mean, however you want to describe him, he's just a fantastic character, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's got to be surely a Luton legend now, you know, from playing in the conference and, and hopefully next season to the championship, he's almost been... He's almost been here with the whole rise, rise of the club and he's been an integral part of, of every team that he's played in while he's been here. 
on and off the pitch, obviously, as you know from his, his character. So, yeah, it's, it's massive for him. He's certainly a unique individual, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. And he's actually been in both of the 27, or 28 game, 29 game unbeaten runs as well, which is a phenomenal achievement because, I mean, most people don't sort of go 10 games in their career without losing a game. To do it twice is just spectacular. Yeah, I mean, Pelly has been unbelievable for the club and it's just, he's a great servant and um, I'm sure he'll be buzzing himself and as he always is, I guess. If there's one word to describe Pelly, it's probably flamboyant. He's just always buzzing around the place and always got a smile on his face and he just, he just adds that something extra to the dressing room to keep us all upbeat, even if we have a bad result. He's always there being all the, being the same old Pelly. And actually on the pitch, he always seems to want the ball as well, no matter who's around him. And, you know, he's got that physical presence, hasn't he, that he can hold players off, take an entire situation. That must be a real help when you guys are under a bit of pressure sort of towards the end of a game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like JJ said, he's a, he's a strong character on and off the pitch, which means maybe if a game isn't going our way as much as we'd like it to, he's always there. He always wants the ball. He wants to, always wants to drive forward with the ball and push us all forward. So that's the kind of characters you need in, in a title winning team. Um, you're both young chaps in a couple of three seasons time you know we're going to move from Kenworth Road to Power Court I mean how exciting a prospect is that particularly for you JJ being from the area as well yeah I mean it'll be unbelievable for the for the club and, and the town especially I mean we've we've needed it for a long time as everyone knows but uh, it'll be it'll be sad to leave Kenworth Road but um, it'll be on to bigger and better things really with the the thing the entertainment that's going to be around it as well and it's um it'll be very very good for the for the town i mean luton's the heart of the town luton luton football club is the heart of the town and when when luton are doing well then the club uh, the town's doing well yeah absolutely we'll echo that i mean jack you guys are fantastic for what you're doing and around the community as well but this would just be a fantastic sort of philip for the whole place really yeah 100 and i think you know kenilworth row has probably been sold out more or less every home game this season, you know, I'm even, I'm struggling to get tickets for my family, you know, these days. So I think a new stadium will be massive for the club. It is such a big club. And I think to have a bigger stadium, to have more fans there, although we will obviously miss Kenilworth Road, it's such a, it's such a um, historic stadium. But I think now is, is the right time for Lewis to move into a bigger stadium and, and to help the town and the club. Did Kenilworth Road sort of, was it an attraction for you when you left Reading and came to us? I mean, obviously you'd played here for Exeter in that season where we all got disappointed in the same way. But um, was it was it an attraction in any way? You know, not not so much the stadium because I mean, you know, but the the fans and the way that we feel it. Yeah, I remember when I played um, at Kenilworth for Exeter and it just felt like the fans were on top of you almost. It was a very hard place for away teams to to come and play. So I knew that if I was on the other side of that playing for Luton, it would be an advantage that we could use. And and I think. Um, our home record that we've had over the last two years is a massive the fans are a massive part of that you know absolutely yeah another chap who I've just seen behind us actually who I want to get your thoughts on is obviously a, a real legend around here Mick Harford he's taken over the reins for you, for you guys in January um, JJ how special will it be I mean obviously you want to get promoted for yourselves we completely understand that but how special will it be with Mick leading you as well yeah, I mean, it'll be unbelievable. I think it's, I think it's been, what, 10 years since he was manager when we got relegated. And I mean, none of it was his fault, as everyone, as everyone understands. But, uh, it would just be an extra, an extra thing to, to add to his resume, I guess, as a Luton legend. Yeah, indeed. I think we had a podcast with him last month and he holds himself responsible. So it'd be fantastic that you guys can sort of erase that from his memory. 
Yeah, I mean, the amount of respect he has around the club and, you know, it's almost at a stage where I want to get promoted for, for myself and my teammates and, and Mick as much as anything else. So um, everyone's out there, the way we're playing, that we show that we're all united to play under Mick and the way he steadied the ship. I'm not sure any other man could have done what, what he's done and, and got us into the position that we are. And speaking of that, he always plays himself down at press conferences and after games and things like that. Look, you know, he just carried on with everything, but he must have done something because you guys have arguably got even better since he's been in charge. I mean, what has he done, you know, behind the scenes? I think it's just the confidence that he instills into, into each player, you know, as a, as a scout, he knows his players. Um, he does such good analysis on the opposition, but I think his, his man management within the dressing room, everyone respects him. Everyone wants to play for him and run through brick walls for him. So I think the way he just steadied things down, he said he didn't want to change too much, but he's had some big decisions to make that I think he's, he's made the right ones. And, but yeah, I think most of all his man management and how he, how he speaks to you as a player just gives you so much confidence going out onto the pitch. Which is good to hear from uh, us as a fan's point of view. Um, you mentioned uh, his scout in there, JJ, uh, Zoe Jack. JJ, he's put together a squad or he's identified players that look to me up on the outside as perfectly uh, fit for the championship already. Yeah, I mean, we, we feel like we can take that next step, but obviously we've got to get there first and uh, we've got to focus on that. But we feel like that we're more than equipped to, to at least cope in the championship obviously we know there are going to be a few in few out as there is every season but uh, it will only add to our squad yeah we certainly didn't disgrace ourselves against Sheffield Wednesday in fact they, they were quite lucky to get through that tie um, and you, you both felt comfortable playing against them and a big pitch at Hillsborough want yeah, to go back there want yeah. to go back there yeah I definitely definitely want to go back there it was a it was a great day really I think we played we played really well against them and uh Obviously, as you said, we were unlucky to get um, to get nothing out of the tie as a, as a whole. But that's um, just a testament to us and just um, how far we've come since a few years ago. And just sort of wrapping things up and things, then Jack. I mean, is there an incentive or sort of a, mo- a motivation within everyone this season to obviously promotion will take, but to win the title this time? Because you know, I think I got the feeling there was a little bit of an angst that you didn't win the title last season so is there that little extra drive this season yeah I think maybe there was a, a little disappointment but I think you know if we do get promoted um, that comes above anything else and then the champions would be would be a nice cherry on top of that yeah I mean JJ if we're champions of a, of a division that's got Sunderland Portsmouth Barnsley Charlton and a few others in it I mean in our first season back in it it would just be one of the best achievements this club's ever had yeah, I mean, the, the strength in, in depth, I guess you could say, um, that this league's got this season is, uh, is unbelievable. And to, to still be top of the tree with, with two games left and is just, uh, it's a great feat. And we just hope to continue it. And obviously those clubs are as, as big as, as big as or bigger than ourselves. And, um, they're obviously haven't done the greatest to, to come down here. Obviously, Sunderland's demise from the Premier League has been unfortunate, but, uh, it's uh, nice to see the clubs back on the rise. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's Burton, our first chance to hopefully seal promotion. As Mick kind of told you guys what to expect, you know, I mean, they were in the championship themselves last season, weren't they? So it's not going to be a walk in the park sort of thing, although you wouldn't expect that to be anyway. But what strengths and weaknesses do we think they have? Yeah, I mean, well, we'll go through our opposition analysis tomorrow with Mick, but we know they're a good team. I mean, they've done us a few favours actually against, <laughs> yeah. you know, teams teams around us. So we know that they're capable of of beating them and playing against the top teams and, and taking points off them. So obviously there's nothing we won't underestimate them at all. 
And as fans, I think we'll give their players a good clap because they're going around before the game on um, Saturday to do their lap of honour instead of afterwards because they think you guys are going to get promoted on Saturday. So we'll give them a clap and hopefully that'll take their eye off the ball for you and uh, you can get the job done on Saturday. Yeah, hopefully that's all we're, that's all we're looking to do, get the three points and then get out of there really and um, just take it back to the last game against Oxford and hopefully we can be crowned champions. Which is sold out already and has been for months on end. That's going to be quite some game. I mean, JJ, you've been part of these things uh, in the crowd and on the pitch before. It's just fantastic occasions, isn't it? Yeah, it's great when all the fans come onto the pitch after the game and then we're up in the, in the boxes and, uh, uh, the fans are just chanting whatever. And it's just, uh, it's great. It's great to be a part of really. And last season was, was unbelievable as well. Listen, guys, you two have been fantastic both this afternoon, this season and throughout your time at Luton Town. Not just you two, but your teammates are absolutely superb. Uh, we wish you the very best of luck on Saturday. We've got complete faith that you guys are going to do it on Saturday. And, um, well, we look forward to the party on Sunday night at the at Venue 360 and them celebrations against Oxford uh, next Saturday. Just keep up the good work and thanks for a fantastic season. We've really, really enjoyed it. Cheers, Cheers,